Hey everybody, what's going on? Welcome to the Nobody's Happy Podcast. The podcast that flirts with danger and then goes down on it behind a McDonald's. Uh, I hope you guys had a, uh, a good weekend. Uh, I know I did. Uh, if you guys can see by the video that I put out, I was at the Blind Tiger this weekend. Uh, if you didn't see the video, what the fuck, dude? You're the reason I'm putting the fucking video out. Uh, pause it right now and go watch it and then come back. You're back? All right, good. Um, I put that video out, man, uh, of stand-up, and I hope people don't think that I thought that that was like, oh, check this fucking killer shit out. Uh, I just I just kind of did it as, as a, uh, like a behind-the-scenes kind of thing. You know, I wanted to um, just show everybody how I, I work on stuff, and maybe at some point you end up seeing the end product, which uh, I, I can tell you from experience um, that it, it most most often doesn't sound the same way uh, that it did the first time. And that's what, uh, what what you saw. You saw the first time of me attempting some uh, some goofy jokes. And uh, I, I think I want to I want to keep doing stuff like that, you know. Oh, yeah, I'm going to read you guys an open letter. I'm going to read you guys an open letter uh, because I, <clears throat> me and my girlfriend decided to to go uh, get a burger, right? And we go to this joint called Hometown Burger. I don't know if I should have said it, but uh, oh, there's that buzzing again. I'm sorry, my man, whoever uh, called it out, that, that weird buzzing. I can hear it. I can hear it right now. It's really annoying me, but I don't know how to stop it. I've tried nothing, and I'm all out of ideas. Um, what was I getting at? Oh yeah, yeah. Me and my girlfriend, we went to this. Uh, we went to this this fucking this burger joint, right? Um, and we get there, and we both stop at the door because I'm reading a sign, and she's reading a different sign, and we were both like, "Oh no." But what she was reading was a sign that said closed for Easter. And what I was reading was a sign that said due to COVID-19, our prices have gone up. Yeah, just like that. Due to COVID-19, our prices have gone up. For what, man? To repair that money that you lost? Oh, yeah, because that didn't affect me at all. Because I'm making the same money I was making before. Fucking dirtbag motherfuckers here's the thing i think i'm being too harsh <laughs> but the point still stands man this horseshit about like fucking what was it was it wendy no not Wendy. jack in the box that was like serving extra smaller patties under the guise of like hey man you know these are hard times and like a fucking idiot i fell for that too i was like these are hard times right and they're charging, uh, some of the places are charging you more because there's a pandemic going on, right? And they're like, hey, man, help us out. But that's like, you do that if you assume that you're the only one going through that. You know, we're all going through that shit. It's almost like uh, I, I should have a sign that says, due to COVID-19, I want to pay you $1.15 less. Because I'm going through some shit too, man. It's not, it's not just you fucking... 
whatever fucking restaurant I heard that shit about, and I never confirmed because I'm a fucking cheap, and I just <laughs> went with a point somebody told me. Anyway, man, that shit pissed me off. And it reminded me of something that I had already thought about that <clears throat> that really bothered me. And I want to share it with you guys in the form of this open letter. And uh, it's called... Um, this, this open letter is called uh, Gourmet Burgers or the Great American Ripoff. All right, now hear me out on this. You might not like it, but you might. You know, but uh, you know what? Fuck it. I don't give a shit if you don't like it. You need to hear this. God damn it. This gourmet burger bullshit that's been going around this country, ripping people off. I think it's worse than racism, to be honest with you. I'll read it to you right now. Here it is. Gourmet burgers or the great American ripoff. There are very few things that I find troubling, systematically corrupt, and just plain evil as the idea, nay, the philosophy of a gourmet burger. I believe that Big Hamburger is responsible for the normalizing of the decay of our blue-collar middle class. It's not just about the price gouging that comes to us under the guise of luxury. It's also the arrogance of these so-called mom-and-pop establishments that believe they know better about the delicious relationship between meat and bread than the rest of us humble folk. I, for one believe that it is the foodie culture that has turned our restaurant industry into a clubhouse for condescending dickholes who, with their lizard brain superpowers, believe they can buy oral satisfaction like some sort of reverse blowjob. This is not an indictment towards hamburgers or hamburger lovers. I myself love French food, especially le hamburger. But I do intend on showing you how the blind support of gourmet burgers or any burger that costs more than $7 is an attack on both American values and our social well-being. Now, talking about burgers costing too much may seem petty or even annoyingly unnecessary. But that's what corporations and bad faith actors would want you to believe. Let's take a look at an article on CBS News called Minimum Wage Would Be $44 Today If It Grew at the Same Pace as Wall Street Bonuses. And I quote, If the federal minimum wage had kept up with the same growth as Wall Street Bonuses, the baseline rate would be $44, according to a new analysis from the Institute for Policy Studies. A left-leaning think tank that examines income pay inequality. The baseline wage has been stuck at $7.25 an hour for more than 11 years, the longest period it's gone without an increase since it began in 1938. So, some of you may be thinking, I don't get it. Others might be thinking, get that liberal queer talk out of my face. But wait, there's more. The minimum wage is $7.25, but most hamburgers cost more than that. Not only that, but most establishments will sell you a $6 burger. That is, if you don't want any soda or fries or bread or lettuce with it. This is, of course, by design. 
Why would a rich fat fuck complain about a burger costing six dollars plus three more dollars to make the whole damn thing edible? It's the fine print. Batteries not included version of a big hamburger conglomerate. How many people would exclaim with great relish that they have accidentally stepped in shit? Nobody. You just take it like a man. Or like the dope that you are. Now, some of you might be saying, Raul, what's the big deal about paying an extra three or six dollars? To those people I say, shut up, you idiot. You see, for many years, I've watched as young men and women have sex on pornographic videos. But that's neither here nor there. You see, I've also watched young men and women rebel against tradition as if the mere act of rebellion constituted a virtue. Nowhere else has this ideology of simplification become more blatant than the gourmet food industry. Or as I call it, the young people that love tattoos, piercings, and food industry. It is these condescending youngsters who, with their beanies in the middle of the summer, forget a really hot fucking kitchen, hover over white plates to smear them with some sauce and place tiny edible things on top of it. It's these men and women who have taken their fascination with playing with their food to a level that is now unacceptable to the survival of our middle class and our economy in general. How, you say? Bitch, haven't you been listening? By believing that reinventing the hot dog or putting random shit on a piece of bread is a good enough excuse to charge more than a reasonable price, we are now allowing mediocre restaurants to hide their outrageous prices behind a facade of novelty or what's more sacrilegious, creativity. To that I say, no thanks, butthead. And lastly, none of this would be possible without help and the all-around simping of the so-called foodies. These cultural warmongers pride themselves in eating more unique and expensive food than most people for the sheer purpose of eating more unique and expensive food than most people. It is their careless lust for expensive novelty that drives them to support and promote the gourmet food industry. It is all in the same vein of the people who, through their heathenistic pangs, support and promote the poaching of tiger dicks and elephant tusks. And who are we? Those of us that just want to eat a reasonably priced burger? We are the third world farmer with no crops because they were eaten by a wild boar that was not killed by its now dickless natural predator. All that to say that a gourmet hamburger is just an overexpensive burger. Its classist nature is about as American as the Saudi government. It's only an ally on paper. But the reality is 9-11, bitch. I'm going to be putting out uh, maybe one or two more, uh, what do you call it, Blind Tiger uh, clips. And uh, they're going to be high quality. It's not going to be... Um, or who fucking knows, you know? Maybe, uh, whatever video I put out next is going to be... It, it's going to be good. It's not going to be like this past one. Uh, this past one was just kind of like a uh, behind the scenes, like I said. But 
I'm realizing that people think like, oh, this is this is what the guy does, but but it's not. It's it's just that's uh, that's how I work on material. I I, I go at a very slow pace because uh, it's brand new in my head. It's fresh. I take my time. I bring my beard, my notes up there, and I just kind of have a good time. Uh, and then after that, it's it's uh, if I'm gonna rework it or or add to it and do it again, I have to. Um, uh, I, um, I have to be more precise and more serious, more deliberate and have timing because that set didn't have any timing in it. It was just kind of me, uh, remembering the jokes and, and telling them, but there was no like <clears throat> finesse, you know what I mean? It was just, uh, it was just raw, uh, raw stand up of, of somebody trying at, at, um, at, at a workout room, you know, just to, to work out. But I'm going to do that, um, uh, and in what capacity, I'll, I'll let you guys know again. Uh, but for right now, let, let's have a, a message from our sponsors. Hey, everybody. Raul Sanchez here from the Nobody's Happy Podcast, and I'm just here to tell you that this episode is brought to you by MASA, the Mothers Against Anal Sex Association. MASA exists because mothers care, but more importantly, mothers want to know why would you want to do that to her, Derek? Oh, my God. This podcast is also brought to you by Crazy Raul's Comedy Channel. Raul's gone crazy, and he's just giving this comedy away. Hi, everybody. I'm Raul Sanchez, and I've gone crazy because I'm just giving this comedy away for free. Don't forget to subscribe. <laughs> All right, and we're back. Uh, we're back, folks. Uh I wanted to talk to you uh, about Mexicans. Um, I was thinking uh, the other day, uh, yesterday or the day before, I was thinking about Mexicans because I was listening to Roy Orbison. Now, I know you're going to ask, how the fuck did you get Mexicans from Roy Orbison? Well, if you don't know who Roy Orbison is, he's a uh, oldies kind of uh, artist. I think he's from like the 50s. He's the, he's the guy that sang Pretty Woman, which was after the 50s, but... Or 60s. I'm really not sure. But I was listening to Roy Orbison, right? He sings Pretty Woman, Blue Angel, Only the Lonely. He's, it, it's fucking great, right? And if you look at him, like, he's that guy with the with the, with the the glasses. He, he always wore sunglasses, right? And it was kind of like his thing. And uh, he's got a picture of him, like, looking off, like, smiling. But he's got the... The, the sunglasses and the pompadour uh, hairdo. He looks like he looks like a grandma that's transitioning into being a grandpa. It's hilarious because like apparently back then people used to age fucking horrible. Like Buddy Holly when when they like have pictures of him in his twenties, he looks like he's fifty eight. Or or maybe I'm confusing him with Roy Orbison. But Roy Orbison looked old as fuck. I don't even know his real story, man, but that dude it sings like a fucking angel. That's just to say that I got caught in it. I, I listened to it. And then for some reason, I just got this thought in my head. Well, like you guys, you guys have noticed this, right? That, 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 or, or you know about this, right? That, that Mexican-Americans, because I'm not Mexican-American. I mean, technically I am now, but I was born in Mexico. I got my citizenship through, through, through the army, through being in the service. But like purebred uh, Mexican Americans, 
for some reason they've they've been known or not known but have been associated with uh with oldies music like from the 50s <clears throat> like anytime you see like uh like a especially in the 90s i think in the 90s it got perpetuated a lot that uh mexican americans chicanos were into uh oldies and you always hear that. I, th I think I heard like two or three comics, black comics, talk about uh, about Mexicans, and there's always a reference to like, "Hey, turn off the old, turn off the oldies and, and shit like that." And I was, I was like, I, I know that this is a thing, because I, uh, first of all, I've been in this country long enough. You can't kick me out anymore, bro. But um, I, I looked, uh, I looked up, like I was trying to look up on the internet um anything that would say like how this came about how how mexicans got associated with um with 1950s music and the the biggest uh reason i found was uh, a lot of people would say that it was because because of the quote-unquote machismo culture in um in in mexican-american culture is uh made made mexican men feel like they couldn't show a weakness which they mistook as a sensitivity or emotion and uh and a lot of these articles that i that i read said that that was a way for these uh these chicano men to get in touch with their sensitive side because it talked about about like they used these example like um your puppet like uh the, the guy was talking like well if you think about the lyrics it's about a guy that that feels so in love that he feels like this this person could use them or yeah use them and it was showing a vulnerability that they weren't uh allowed to show in the streets and while i think that this is all pretty cool and, and it sounds credible i my my theory is that a lot of Mexicans got locked up in the 50s for some fucking rowdy shit. And then 20 years later, they got out. And they were like, hey, put those fucking jams on, bro. And you heard fucking uh, the Everly Brothers. Or is it the Beverly Brothers? I think it's the Everly Brothers. Damn, I really fucked up that joke, didn't I? Well, either way, I think there's a lot of Mexicans that got out of prison a long time ago, and that was the last shit that they heard. And these people were looked up to because they were hardcore or they were fucking tough. And they were like, I guess uh, I guess this is the thing. Is that stupid? I don't give a fuck. I'm sticking to it, man. I think it came from jail. I think motherfuckers lost track of time and then came out and they were like, this is the shit that's popping, right? And... Uh, Yeah, that's about it. Boy, you think about these things and you don't realize how far they're going to go or how abruptly they're going to end. <laughs> but here's another thing. Here's another thing, though. Um, the 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 oldies, I think that's a California Mexican thing. Because I don't know if you guys know this, but <clears throat> I mean, we're all adults here, right? We know that uh, Mexicans have different type of subbreeds. There's the uh, the L.A. Mexican, no, not the California Mexican and the uh, and the Texas Mexican. 
California Mexicans, they're they're into uh, not into, but they they kind of did the whole burrito thing over there. And over here in Texas, it's like we copied it from them because we were like burrito. What the fuck is that? Chimichanga? I never heard of that shit ever, ever. Wait, no, I've heard of it quite a lot. Never tasted it. I don't know what a chimichanga is, but from what I understand, that shit came from uh from California because. I never heard, like, when I lived in Mexico as a kid, never heard the term chimichanga. Uh, living in Laredo, San Antonio, for years after that, decades, never heard the term chimichanga until somebody in the army said it. It was a uh, California Mexican. It's different. Like, you could tell by, I think it's the voices, right? I think the California Mexicans have a... It's a weird uh, thing with your voice. It's a weird thing with your voice. That, that's why when you hear like L.A. comedians that are not Hispanic, like Asian, white, or whatever, that that's their their go to like Mexican impression. They're like, "Hey, what's up?" Uh, uh. Hear that? That uh, right? They use that. But I think uh, Texas Mexicans. Uh, it's more of a, it's like a hollow, like a hollow, eh? It's like a, it's like a little <laughs> thing in your voice, bro. Hey, it's like you're, you're kind of like a puppet, bro. Let's go through with it. I'm your puppet, but also I talk like a puppet, bro. <clears throat> Wait, was he talking to a guy the whole time? Oh, it's, it's the, uh, the cholo that, 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 uh, that's, that's coming out to another cholo. Hey, bro, I fucking like you, bro. And like, I mean like romantically, bro. Like I like fucking, hey, bro, I'll kill somebody for you, bro. But, hey, bro, you got to hold my hand afterwards, bro. It's like, we just did an intimate thing. You hear how it, it's not like, hey, bro, it's a little more like that. But there's the other one, bro. Hey, the other one, bro. The other one, he takes everything seriously that he's telling you, bro. And he does this with his hand. The uh, the southern, southern Mexican. No, southern Texas Mexican. It's a lot of this. Ah, chill out, bitch. Eh, calmate, chato voto. What other, uh, I don't know, man. Maybe Chicago Mexican. I don't know about Chicago Mexicans, man. Apparently they're in Mexico. Uh, they're in Mexico. <laughs> Apparently Mexicans are in Chicago, man. It's what I do. It's what I do, Ken. It's what I do. <clears throat> oh, and I also wanted to uh, just mention that yet uh, last episode I mentioned about doing uh, um, a show in in Austin on the twenty third of April. That's I had to cancel that because I I already had another previous engagement um, that, that I had forgotten about, so I had to cancel that show. But we are moving it to May the thirteenth. Oh, well, I think uh, I think we've come to uh, to the end of the show. First of all, I think I, th- I think we've we've made a lot of progress. Um, 
Before we leave, I'm I'm a. <clears throat> All right, so I I think we've made a lot of progress, and I think before we leave, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna say a prayer for you guys, uh, because I don't know, I I feel uh, I I feel I feel the Holy Spirit in my in my head telling me that there's something there's something in you right now. One of you right now is feeling something from the Holy Spirit, and honestly. Uh, I think uh, I, I I think the Lord's trying to talk to you. I'm gonna bring up I'm gonna bring up this membership thing. Let me tell you something. I feel that some of you are feeling a little skittish right now. You're feeling like what happened, Raul? You're gonna charge us for shit? No, that's not what's happening. I'm telling you right now, brother. Right now, what the Holy Spirit is telling you, the Holy Spirit is telling you to send me, to send me $150, $150. And if you send me $150, God will pour his blessings upon you. Do you understand me? If you send me $150, I will go to your house and I will fuck your wife. Do you understand me? That's how powerful the word of God is. God wants you to send me $150. And if you send me $150, not only will I go to your wife and fuck her, but I'm going to fuck her so good, she's never going to want to fuck you again. Do you understand me? That's how good I'm going to fuck her for your donation. But you're going to say, well, why the fuck would I want you to fuck my wife if she's never going to want to fuck me again? I'll tell you this, because I'm so powerful with that dick, I'm going to tell her, you got to fuck him, baby. You got to fuck him. If you don't fuck them, I'll never visit you again. And you're going to see how your woman is going to keep fucking you after I fuck her so good. Better than you could. Better than anybody ever could. But that's just the way it is, man. It's just God telling you that you got to send me $150. And if you send me $150, good God, there is no telling the amount of pussy you will fucking get. All right? This is Pastor J.J. Ramirez telling you here that I love the Word of God. And the Word of God is telling me right now that you need to send me $152. You understand? $152. And God will pour His blessings upon you. Do you understand that? I've been around this world slinging dick for the Word of God. Do you understand me? I've been around this world slinging dick for Jesus, do you understand me? If you don't understand me, then the devil is working in your soul. God, I feel it right now. I feel it right now that the Holy Spirit is telling you to send me $285. And you're thinking, why would I send $285? That, that, I don't even have that kind of money. You understand you have to work in faith you got to have faith that that money is going to come to me and i'm going to come to you and i'm going to work that pelvis on your woman i bet she's not satisfied isn't she i mean by your own admission i would imagine I will put the dick on your wife, the devil. I will fuck the devil out of your wife. Do you understand me? I will fuck the evil 
out of that woman that you lay with, that you think to yourself, does this woman even love me? I'll tell you what, she's going to love you after she fucks me. She's going to love you after she fucks me because she's going to want it so bad. I'm going to tell her, baby, if you want this dick again, you better fuck that young man. You better fuck that young man again and you better fuck him good. Otherwise, I ain't going to give you this prime dick that you're getting for cheap, to be honest with you. 325 Fuck that shit. I should be charging a thousand, but the Holy Spirit has put it in me. That three twenty five, that's friend prizes. That's friend prizes. That's friend dick your wife down prices. A real mandingo will charge you about a thousand three hundred and twenty five. You're saving a thousand dollars by sending me three twenty five. Send me three twenty five. I'll go down to your wife. I'll go down on her. And that ain't even my thing. I think it's kind of disgusting. But I'll fucking do it. In the name of Jesus. I'll do it. I'll go down on your wife. I'll fucking lap that disgusting pussy that you've been fucking avoiding your whole life. Since you met her. And you know what? It's going to be like one of them fixer-upper cars. Where you're like, this shit don't fucking work. It's a piece of shit. And I'm going to come in there like a fucking mechanic. I'll make that fucking baby purr. You understand me? Your wife ain't broken. That pussy is right. You just ain't hitting it right. And I'm telling you right now, J.J. Ramirez, Pastor J.J. Ramirez is going to go down to your house and he's going to fuck the shit out of this hoe. Or clean woman of God, whatever the fuck you got. You know, it's a big old shuffle when you do your fucking thing. And then next thing you know, goddamn, I'm balls deep. I'm balls deep. I, you can't even do the deep. Your balls eep into that pussy. Anyway, like I was saying, I feel I feel like God is talking to you right now and you're stressing about it. You're going, why am I going to send more money when there's a fucking pandemic? I'll tell you why. If you care about your wife, if you care about her sexual well-being you'll send me 325 dollars plus 50 more so i guess that would be 50 60 75 75 375 i will go out there you understand me i will stretch for 15 minutes agt fucking squats is what i'm gonna do and i'm gonna pound that pelvis into the dirt. Do you understand me? That Jesus wants you to get your wife pounded into the dirt. I mean, goddamn, how many times has he got to tell it in your fucking head? Send this man four hundred and fifty dollars, and he's gonna fucking clean that pussy out. How clear does the Lord have to put it? That you ain't been hitting that right. And you know what? It's about to get hit right. Because of you. I'm going to be doing the fucking. But it's going to be because of you. Because of your donation. I'm going to come down there. And guess what? I'm not even going to take my Jesus piece off. It's going to be dangling as I'm smashing into it. You can watch, but that's going to be $650 in the name of goddamn Jesus. 
All right, maybe I should have said goddamn Jesus. That was a little too far, man. But goddamn. Are you trying to get saved? Are you trying to get your woman to go to hell? Because she ain't been done right. I don't know if you know this, but it's in the Bible that your woman's got to get done right to go to, to heaven. Man is just perfection, so he goes to heaven regardless. But women got to work for that shit. They got to get deep dicked the right kind of way. The consensual, yet I might have to do this anyway kind of way. And I'm... <laughs> this is ridiculous. All right, I got to... Um... I got to stop. Uh, thank you guys so much for uh, for hanging out. <clears throat> I can't believe how drunk I got in the span of like a couple of hours. <laughs> Honestly, I thought this was going to come out a lot smoother. I thought to myself, I'll have a couple of beers. I'll be loose. Next thing you know, I'm fucking a six-pack deep into this bitch. <clears throat> Five deep into this bitch. Not a six pack. Uh, well, I wish I could uh, keep talking, man. But I, I got to get the fuck out of here. Uh, I got to edit this. To Why am I still talking like that? J.J. Ramirez. Pastor J.J. Ramirez. Telling you that he's going to come out there. He's going to come out there. And he's going to make it right for you. He's going to make it right for you and your lady. And that pussy. <laughs> Oh, I'm a jackass. Um, yeah, that that's it's gonna be a short one, guys. I just uh, it's gonna be a short one because I gotta I gotta write I gotta write for stand up, which is also gonna come out on this channel anyway. So uh, excuse me for uh, being a little uh, a little tipsy, if you will. Uh, excuse me for cutting this a little short, but I'll tell you this right now. If you sent me $700, I swear to God, I will not cut this short anymore. Not only will I not cut this podcast short, but I will go there and I will fuck your wife. I will fuck your brother's wife. Your wife's brother. For an extra fee, of course. But the Lord doesn't discriminate with his digging down. <sighs> no, for real. Uh, thank you guys so much for uh, for listening um, to this nonsense, and I uh, uh, I, I appreciate you um, keeping this dream afloat. Uh, and I I swear to you, I I will uh, I will deliver. Shaken, not scared. Sometimes you got to hit a woman. Have you seen my uh, interview with Barbara Walters? Right. Oh, I'm a dickhead. Um, so, yeah, that that's about it, guys. Uh, thank you so much. Like I said, like I was saying um, before, I burped so hard. Um, thank you, guys, so much for listening. I appreciate it, um, and um, there's more uh, cool things to come. I I, uh, I promise you. And uh, thank you, thank you again. You guys have a good evening. Take it easy. Bye.